Now you just can't leave. All right, welcome back to the Reverse Mush Podcast, presented by the Bookies Basement. Harry Mack here, as always, with a very special guest this week, PFL Challenger Series contender, Brian Zercher. Brian, how you feeling? How we doing, man? Happy. Thank you for having me and uh, for your space and your time. Of feeling course, good, brother. Feeling happy, excited. Can't wait for Friday. Love to see it, and uh, my pleasure. We I appreciate your time first and foremost, always. But uh, yes, yeah, so you're an undefeated prospect now at four and zero. You've got two fights under your belt under the PFL umbrella: one in Challenger Series, one a, a showcase bout during last year's playoffs. So, I guess um just to start there, do you kind of feel like you have a leg up on your your competitors this Friday at the, at the Challenger Series just by virtue of having fought and dealt with the PFL before? Hundred percent. You know, I'm very familiar with the feeling. Uh, I stepped into the cage before. And uh, I fought already on some of the biggest platforms already. Fighting for PFL twice gave me a lot of experience and confidence. So I feel like already, already I'm like maybe one, two, three steps ahead of him. That's going to give me uh, a little advantage. There you go. And, and, and just going off of that, what was it like to fight in Madison Square Garden on a, on a nationally televised card on ESPN in your fourth pro fight? Oh, my God, it was crazy. Like, if you told me maybe two, three years ago that my four professional fight was going to be at the Madison Square Garden, I would have laughed, you know. I would have been like, man, <laughs> man, you're crazy. I, I don't think that quick is going to happen. I knew it was going to happen at some point. I'm gonna be, I was going to be there uh, at the biggest stages in the world, but I didn't expect it to happen this soon. So that gave me even a lot more confidence and motivation, you know, that shows me that everything that we've been doing is, is nothing but the right thing, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I remember I was lucky enough to be there as media covering the event. Uh, I remember your family oh, nice. going absolutely uh, nuts in the crowd. I remember they had a, a very good shot of your mom at one point. So what was it like to just be able to share that moment with your family, with your friends, with, you know, whoever came out to support you? You know, it's a, it's a once in a lifetime experience, you know, uh, that's, that's going to be a moment that my family, my friends, fans, and, and I are, are always going to remember, you know, uh, that's going to stay in the books and people that my, my, my kids and everybody is going to be, is going to be a moment that we always going to remember. It's probably until, until today, probably the biggest moment in my fighting career. And, uh, I always remember those days and when I'm feeling down or when I don't feel like training, I just think about those moments and makes me go do whatever I need to do because bigger, if that happened already, bigger things are coming in the future, you know, and that gets me very excited. Absolutely. I think that's a great way to look at it. You know, you've, you've already made it uh, further than a lot of people will make it in their entire career at, at this point. So, you know, it's, it's only up from here, only more to build on. Yeah. That's a good way to see it, yeah. And so, you know, we we mentioned you had fought on the uh, the Challenger Series last year, the, the first iteration of PFL's Challenger Series. One of uh, a hard-fought decision showed a little bit of everything, some striking, some grappling, some wrestling, whatever you want to call it. Were, were you surprised that you didn't get a contract after that fight? Honestly, well, like you said, yeah, I was very happy with that performance. I I didn't expect uh, Scotty Stugman to be that good and to be that tough, you know. Uh, he came out mashing in the first round and uh he got me a little bit by surprise he was it was a good performance but uh 
No, I wasn't surprised that I didn't get a contract. You know, what can you expect? The company, if you look at the uh, featherweight division, you have all these killers that have over 18, 20, 25, 28 fights, you know. Uh, it wouldn't be the best thing to have a, a, a guy that only has two, three professional fights competing with those guys. Me, myself, I'm pretty confident on my skill set, and I, I know I can compete with those guys. And if you tell me you want to fight with those guys, and uh, if you beat them, you're going to get a million dollars in a world title, of course I'm there, you know. Sign it's a good me motivator. Up. The paper? Yeah, where is the paper? But uh, seeing it from the uh, the promoting side, I mean, that wouldn't be the right thing to do, you know. But they saw a lot of potential in me. They see how how uh, professional I am. So that's why they uh, they got me back to fight to the Madison Square Garden. I had another beautiful performance. Even though I didn't get the finish, it was a good performance. Absolutely. And, uh, so step by step, I, I, everything that I have, I, I earn it. You know, I've been working for this. And now being in this position, headlining this Friday, it's just a little, a little, uh, it shows how much I work and uh, how much the company believes in me. Absolutely. Listen, they, they wouldn't keep bringing you back if they didn't see something there, right? Yeah, 100%. And so if you could just, what, what's, um, what would you say the biggest differences are? I mean, uh, you know, obviously, PFL Challenger Series is done kind of on, on the studio lot at, at Universal in Orlando. There's, uh, you know, a, a limited crowd, kind of very intimate friends and family, kind of similar to the UFC Apex. But, you know, what was the difference between that experience and then, you know, fighting in front of uh, thousands of fans at Madison Square Garden? Well. Honestly, my first my first Challenger Series fight, there was no crowd at all. It was oh, just wow. the corners. Yeah, it was just the corners. So this next fight, this Friday, there's going to be some crowd. I believe over 120 people. Wow. Um, but uh, going into that fight in the Challenger Series, so my professional fight, my professional career started in uh, 2021. And that was when... And, you know, all the promotions were having their, their fights in little, in little warehouses. So my first two professional fights were like that. I was used to fighting without the crowd. Honestly, I like it because now fighting over here in the States, I feel like, don't tell my opponents, but I feel like I have a little bit of advantage because I speak English and my corner speaks Spanish, you know. So I can hear everything that they talk to them and... Uh, and they cannot hear, they cannot understand why my corner is talking to me. And uh, so going from there to no crowd, to going with hundreds of people, thousands maybe over here at the Madison Square Garden, it was a little, it got, it got me a little bit of guard in the first round. It got a little bit to me. And of course, the name Madison Square Garden, like, man, it doesn't get any bigger than that, you know. Right. It hit me a little bit. History and the fights. Yeah, the history, all the names, uh, you know, the best fighters fought there, and you know, all the history that they hold over there. It got a little bit to me in the first round, but uh, a second round, I was able to like uh, talk to myself and be like, "It's just another fight. Enjoy the moment, and 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 keep doing your thing," you know. And uh, in my fighting, in my amateur fighting career, I was exposed to big crowds like that. I had the opportunity to fight for Tough Enough, uh, of course, one of the biggest organizations in amateur fights in the world. So one time I fought at the uh, at the UNLB Center, 
in Las Vegas at mm-hmm. Thomas and Mac. And uh, so I believe there was a crowd over like 17,000 people. So, yeah. yeah, I'm familiar to that. Just Madison Square Garden hit me a little bit different. But uh, nothing too crazy, you know. I mean, at the end of the day, we step into the cage and it's just him and I. Doesn't make a big difference. Yeah, there you go. You can get all the coaching and advice and everything else you want. But at the end of the day, there's there's two guys locked in that smart cage. Yes, sir. And so outside of fighting, outside of training, what, what does Brian Zercher do for fun? What, what does an average weekend look like for you? Or maybe, uh, you know, there's, there's not two a days going on. You're not in fight camp. Yeah. Well, uh, really, I'm, I'm very focused on my goal. You know, everything that I do, I don't want to I don't want to get out of the line too much. You know, when uh, right after fights, I like to go to Mexico and chill with my family, have some drinks, eat some good food over there. But uh, that's in Mexico. When I'm in Vegas, I'm usually training Monday through Saturday. I like going out with my family, with my mom. We go have dinner, maybe go to the bar sometimes with the friends, have two, three beers. Or most likely you'll find me doing Uber at nights in Las Vegas. That's what I, that's what I usually do when I'm not in camp. I'm always training and at night trying to make some... Uh, a little bit of extra money, save it, so I can invest on myself when I'm in camp, you know, so I don't have to worry about anything else, just to buy my food and uh, pay rent and uh, buy my gas. That's usually what I do. I like hiking. I like uh, I like watching TV. I'm always watching the fights on Saturday. Sunday, I like to chill. A couple of years ago, I party a lot. Before coming to the <laughs> States, I party a lot in Mexico since a kid. So it's not got really that out like, of the system uh, early. Yeah, I got I was lucky enough that I got that out of the way. And uh so yeah, that's pretty much all I do. Hey, there you go. No, nothing wrong with being an easygoing, uh, simple guy. And you know what? Maybe one day someone's going to have a story about how uh, you know, a, a PFL world champion drove their Uber way back in the day. Oh, most definitely, you know, that always that always comes uh that topic always comes they see my ears and you know that's a giveaway <laughs> yeah most of the people right now they're very familiar with mixed martial arts and stuff and uh so right it's in vegas and, and it's very easy to identify a fighter you know and they always ask me hey do you do any type of martial arts hey and that's <laughs> that's the cash you know to get the tip that's ah, yeah there you go <laughs> yeah and uh and there's been a lot of times that people recognize me. Hey, is that you, the guy that fought at Madison Square Garden? Or is that you, wow. the that fights for PFL? So it's what is that fun. experience like, just be, being recognized out in the wild for uh, your, your fight career, your fight accolades? Honestly, it's crazy, you know, because I'm barely starting to get used to this type of lifestyle. It's, uh, but... Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it makes me happy, you know. I never thought, coming from where I'm from, from a little town in Mexico, I never thought things like this would happen to me, you know. But uh, I just try to keep my feet on the floor and stay focused and just be nice and kind to everybody. And uh, in the Uber ride, just give them a good experience and uh, try to make some fans. There you go. There you go. Hey, it's all about networking, marketing yourself, social media, all, all that stuff's important. You these know days, it, man. Yeah. Yeah. 
Absolutely. All right. So let's say Friday night, Fubo TV, PFL Challenger Series, everything goes according to plan. You walk away with a PFL contract. You get into that tournament this year, you win that million dollars. What's the first purchase? First purchase, first thing I'm doing for sure, it's uh, I'm going to finish paying my mom's house. She uh, She's almost done with it. We have a really nice house in Las Vegas. So that's going to be a couple of thousand dollars. And then with that money, I'm buying my first house too. Hell yeah. Love to see it. Yeah. Well, Brian, yeah, you have been... My house, buying my first house, uh, go on a little vacation, and uh, yeah, keep saving money and keep investing on myself, on my coaches, get my training right, and uh, keep making more money and winning fights. There you go. Those uh, way worse plans to have. But uh, so, Brian, you have been beyond generous with your time. I, uh, I don't want to take up too much of it. Is there anything you want to plug before we let you go here? Nothing, brother. Just uh, I just want to tell the people to tune in this Friday, watch my uh, my PFL Challenger Series main event. Uh, they can expect fireworks. It's going to be a great fight from my side. I'm always here to, like, I always keep in mind that what we do is entertain people, you know. So I like to go out there and give show to the people. Also, big shout out to uh, all my friends and family, coaches and teammates from Las Vegas, uh, at Cobrinha Jiu-Jitsu, Extreme Couture, uh, and my people in Mexico from Bahia de Banderas, Puerto Vallarta, Jarretaderas, everybody. Big shout out to them and uh, thank you for sticking with me and uh, expect big things. In, in the near future. Hell yeah, that's absolutely right. And, and where can people find you on social media? Uh, on Instagram and Facebook, I'm very active. Brian Surcher, B-R-A-H-Y-A-N, Brian Zurcher with the Z. Well, there you go, straight from the horse's mouth. Brian, thank you so much for uh, for joining us. Best of skill this Friday, uh, PFL Challenger Series, Fubo TV, 9 o'clock Eastern. Appreciate your time, brother. My brother, thank you so much for your time and uh, for giving us the, the, the platform and the exposure.